Welcome to another edition of IWTV Guide, your unofficial look at independentwrestling.tv. I'm Jared Jayhawk Hawkins, and joining me, Ag Alway, the man who trained, the man who trained, Dave Montgomery Michael, Charlie Butter. Charlie, what's going on? I am an excellent trainer, and you can see that in everything that Mongo does. Yeah, that is my favorite Twitter account right now, I'm not going to lie. So, apparently when I started recording, it went and turned on your camera, so now I can see you, so congratulations. <laughs> Woo! At least I know when you're talking now, and I don't interrupt you. It was like, why I hit the video when it started, and like nothing came up, I went, oh, okay, I get my Skype acting up, no big deal. <laughs> so, did you get a chance to see the Nick Gage interview this week? I did not. I am so upset. I missed it. I caught like the last five minutes of it, and it, it hasn't been put up to, to watch on demand yet, and I'm hoping they do that, because uh, what I saw was very intriguing, and I need to see more. <laughs> yeah, when you told me before we went on the air, something about him yeah, being what a favorite Golden Girl was, I'm like, probably Gofia. Why do I think Nick Gage going to like Gofia? I don't know why. <laughs> And hopefully when they put that up, we will find out that answer. Because uh, I can't remember exactly what he said. I don't think it was Sophia, but it could have been Sophia. I, I have terrible memory. so, And I don't even have CTE. Yeah, unlike me. So your guide this week, uh, for what's on this week, uh, Tuesday, they're doing Freedoms again. But now they're doing a nice thing where they may be airing it at 7 o'clock in the morning uh here but they're going to replay it at eight o'clock at night here as well so this week you're actually getting uh freedoms hot free people 2019 followed by the best of chris dickinson and beyond and that'll be at 8 p.m on tuesday so you can check that out uh that's it's supposed to be like two hours of chris dickinson matches so Pretty interesting. Hashtag dick strings. Do you ever get the feeling with some of the Japanese show title that it's just like it's like that epic of a new gradient where they translate it from English into Japanese and then back into English? Yes, absolutely. That's a hundred percent probably what it is, to be honest. So, a couple of random. NBC show referencing for you on the broadcast today. Yeah, you know. Right, do we want to just get into it? The, yeah, I mean that's that's everything that I have right now. So it's a it's a light show this week. We're gonna jump into our review of a uh, Freedoms show, and Jayhawk, take that away. Actually, real quick before we do that, you you've seen some of the guys that are gonna be on the GKW show coming up in a couple weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll at least, I'll at least bring that up. Trey Lamar, Lee Moriarty, Calvin fucking Tankman. Yeah. Uh, it's I I was thinking about maybe seeing if we want to get a group together to go, but tickets sold out like instantly. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it on fight, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I, I, we got a little bit away from my WTV with that, but I figured we had to at least mention that. Congratulations to come of those guys, come of those guys. Their first uh, uh, show with GKW definitely well deserved. 
Yeah, it's going to put more eyes on him. And uh, if anybody deserves it, Lee Moriarty, Trey Lamar, definitely are two of them. Calvin Tankman as well. Love all those guys. Can't wait for the world to see what they can do and uh, be big fans of them like we are. So, All right. Uh, well, I, here's another question for you. Is Warhorse still the independent wrestling champion? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Oh, okay. Okay, with that, let's go ahead and get into, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, Freedom Valentine 2019. It was a February show, so I mean, I'm assuming Valentine's. they were trying to say Valentine's, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that's what it was. There was definitely no love going on here, though. No, not at all. Nick, this took place in Tokyo, Japan. A big show from a Japanese company taking place in Tokyo. I think that's 95% of them. We open up with, I guess, what was a three-on-two match, technically. Yeah. yeah. The one guy seemed like he wasn't really a wrestler. He seemed more like a manager, maybe, but used to be a wrestler. I don't know. Well, here's what confused me with it, because, like, before the matches start, like, this guy in the ring doing what I think like, a stand-up comedy routine or something. And all of a sudden, he's going to one of the fucking teams in the match. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, so this, uh, unfortunately, is very similar to how uh, Sendai Girls was for us, where there was no commentary, there was no... uh, It was professionally shot, but there was just no commentary, nothing to really help us out with what was going on. Um, I really think if they're going to expand on this and expect American audiences to really fully embrace it, they're gonna have to do some editing where like they at least throw like a match graphic up with in English of what's what's who's who, what's what. Um some of that, I mean it shouldn't take them more than a couple seconds to splice these into like shows and stuff like that. And I mean honestly this show was set at two hours. But I honestly think there was maybe an hour and 40 minutes of actual wrestling and introductions. There was just a lot of, like, downtime that they just didn't cut out of these recordings. Go with Matt. First match, I get a technically three-on-two. At Kengo Mashimo and Tomoya Hirata against the Brahmin brother and Karate Brahmin. Karate yes. Brahmin is kind of apparently not one of the Brahmin brother, which I I have no idea. Maybe he's their father. <laughs> Maybe. The, this one was basically played for full comedy. They yeah, the Brahmin are just throwing water at people, throwing water into the crowd. One of them slipped on a puddle on the floor, chasing after somebody. Yeah, crowd seemed to be into the comedy pretty much here. Yeah, uh, the karate ramen, I believe it was, pinned Harada in like eight minutes and thirty three seconds, and it, it was weird. Yeah, there was, uh, I think something was used, and then he was just kind of thrown on top of him, so he got the win. And there were there were weapons in this one. There was a scoot cake, there was a bowling ball. Somebody threw powder. Yeah, you know, the old suitcase into the junk and then a bowling ball into the suitcase into the junk spot. 
crowd went crowd went into the com- went into the comedy. So I, I guess it worked for what it was. I was like, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I watched the show. I turned the call on Thursday with the intention of watching it all at once and getting it over with. I shut it off after the, for the rest of the night. Like I'm done. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't think I made it to the first match, and I was falling asleep. I put it on last night. And I uh, was waiting for the show to start, and, like, Karate Brahmin came out and did some stuff, and then, like, I look back up at the screen, and, like, still nothing's going on. I'm just kind of watching it, and then next thing I know, like, the match is starting, and I didn't remember any of the entrances. I'm like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to bed, so I'm just not even going to bother with this now. Like I said, there's a lot of downtime in between stuff, like, that they just didn't cut out. Like, we're getting, like, raw files that were never edited with anything. Our next match from here, I'm, I'm st- really starting to hate you picking the Japanese show, by the way. I try to get the fucking name pronounced. To be fair, we have Chikara next week, so it won't be as bad. But our next match was Gentaro and Naoki Kamada against Shinsuke Kayama and Toru. I actually like this match quite a bit. It's my favorite match of the entire show, I think. Yeah. At dark off, where they're doing some amateur style wrestling, doing some mat wrestling, and then and then Kamada and Kayama just start trading really stiff shock, and the match turns into a fight from there, and it's really fun. Toru hit Kamada with one of the most beautiful drop kick I've ever seen to get the pin in about ten minutes. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, it wasn't a bad match. Uh, nothing really stood out to me too too much. Um, I think at the, this point I was just kind of, uh, like you said, trying to get through it all to record the episode. So I just kind of powered through everything. Uh, what do you got next? From there, we've got Kamui, Takashi Kanaki, and Toru Gigayura against Kenji Fukimoto, Makashi Takeda. And the mystery partner, Mad Dog. Yes. So, <laughs> so this one went immediately into the crowd. Like, I don't even think the bell rang. They're already fighting in the crowd. Mad Dog is bleeding less than two minutes into the match. But it's just, just doing shit on the floor. This match is okay. Nothing stands out. Like, got, like, like they were just kind of doing stuff. Kaki got a pin on somebody with a Canadian backbreak into a fake slam at 8.55. And then we get an argument after the match between Mad Dog and his, and his partner because every match on the card up to this point it had some kind of altercation after the match. Either an argument with the Lugner or you know, a, a handshake that doesn't go right or something. I'm seeing a pattern forming at the show GoCon. It's an unhappy Valentine's Day, man. Apparently. All right, from there, we go into the match that I was most looking forward to when I called a lineup for this show. UWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship is on the line. Kenichiro Arai against Dragon Libre. Uh, Arai, I don't want to go so far. Okay, he got Japanese legend. I don't think he reached that status, but he's been around a long time. He's a veteran. Mm-hmm. 
and Dragon Leaper I heard some good things with. So I'm really looking forward to this. I was really disappointed in this match. And and it, and it's not even necessarily that it was technically bad, but they did some really cool shit. Uh, at one point, Arai had a giant swing into a Boston crap, which I thought was fucking sweet. Yeah, I like that move. I would steal that move if I was a wrestler. And that, like, that was really sweet. But like, Arai dominated like the first four minutes of the match, and then he just gets in on all four and makes the tell Libre, okay, go ahead and hit me. And, like, none of the kicks or, or blows that he's doing have any effect. I'm kidding, they're going, just kick him in the fucking face. Why are you not kicking him in the fucking face? And he ends up getting caught by something, and then Arai dominates, like, the next five minutes. So Dragon Libre has done jack shit for nine minutes before he finally starts getting his comeback. And his comeback's great. And then he just gets caught with an armbar for a commission at 1237. So just when it starts getting good, it's over. Yeah, that seemed, uh, it seemed like they, for some reason, they, I don't know if they cut it for time or what happened, but it, yeah, just like you said, when it was starting to get good, it just ended. You know, these reviews were a lot more fun when we actually disagree a little bit, you know that? (laughs) That's okay, I'm looking at the record time, and I'm just like, I don't think we're getting 20 minutes out of this show. (laughs) Uh, we gotta have, gotta have a short one once in a while. Yeah, that's true. That's what she said. She had never said that. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, from there, it is the King of Freedom Tag Team Championship. Makamune and Yuya Kagumu against Memphis Kagaki and Violetto Jack. Who we've uh, reviewed on the show before against Pentagon Jr. in yeah. in Texas somewhere. So ten seconds in, they're already out on the floor. They're back in well, fairly. Well, quickly. you got to start it off right. The the uh, challengers jump the champions uh, before the match even starts. Uh, and yeah, now continue. <laughs> yeah. And I might have still been on the floor less than 10 seconds after they jumped them. Like, like I'm not even going by bow time, I don't think, there. Match getting in the ring fairly quickly. The champions are isolating Makamune. Kagume gets get, get, get tagged in. He gets several moves in on Jack. They double The challengers double team for so long here, I thought I was watching a Young Bucks match. <laughs> They're just constant double teaming. Jack finally yells Kagume with a clothesline. I'm thinking, okay, we're getting double heat out of this. This will be fun. No, like 30 seconds later, Kagume's already tagged out. From that point, the match does get the breakdown. Everybody's in the ring. Kagume hits a beautiful dive onto Jack on the floor. In the ring, Kaki. Yeah. Yeah, and... I can't read my notes here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Kagoki choked Slam Makamune at one point, and Makamune somehow like made the cover off of it. I don't know what the fuck happened there. He went for the choke slam and he grabbed him into a uh like a pay dirt. Like a uh a face like you know, um shit. Like Edge used to do. Like the the what the education, I think they called it. No, no, it's like where he has him like basically think of it like uh 
Baron Corbin's thing, like where he has his hand on his shoulder, like a reverse rock bottom. He pulled him down when he got choke slammed. He pulled his face down into it too. Yeah, that is not what it looked like to me. That's what it looked like to me. I don't uh, know, that, man. And that must have been what they were going for. The other guy got the fucking cover, but that's not what. Yeah, it yeah, like. yeah. That's what it was. I thought it looked like a sweet choke slam, but then I realized, oh, he got brought down into the choke slam, and like got basically hit with like a. Uh, a face buster there, like a pay dirt, basically. Okay, I thought it was a complete choke slam. I'm like, why the fuck the guy up already? <laughs> we do get a ton of near folk at this point until Kagaki countered the cradle into a pin. Yeah, there was, there was good stuff in it, but like yeah, that choke slam spot completely took me out of it at that point. The fact that they teased that they were going to have the second fake and peril bit and didn't do it. You know, took me out of it a little bit. Like this, this match, this match T being a lot better than than what it really wound up being. I like this match. I thought it was good. And from there, we have our main event for the King of Freedom World Championship. The champion Jun Kakai, the crazy monkey, woo, defending against Toshiyuki Kakuda. In a fluorescent light tube and alpha death match. I, so don't what know what, you... I don't know what an alpha death match is for it to be included as part, uh, something separate from the fluorescent light tube. But Well, let's look what was used. Uh, they used a gusset plate. They used uh, a board that had saw blades on it with light tubes. And they used uh, the uh, sticks, the... Uh, Go oh, many fucking light tube stick. No, not the fluorescent light tube sticks. The uh, the wooden sticks, skewers, skewers. Skewer. Okay. So I mean, I, I'm guessing that's what it was. That's the the additional plunder that was used during the match and a chair. Yeah. Uh, th- th- I'm not a big death match guy, so this didn't do anything for me. The big thing that really like super annoyed me when I was watching this match is there was a spot where um, Junkasai gets the uh, other guy up on his shoulders uh, in an electric chair, takes him over to the corner and drops him into the corner. Well, obviously there was light tubes there that didn't like bust or anything, so they so they fucked up the spot. So what does he do without fighting him or anything else? He just picks the guy back up onto the ropes, then picks him back up and then drops him back down into him. Like, it was nothing. Like, there was no fighting, no, like, oh, I meant to do that. I blocked the move. Nothing. They just literally redid the spot to break the light tubes. Like, that's one of the first things they teach you in fucking training and don't repeat a bot. If you fuck up, just move on. No, oh, hey, let's just do this anyway. I mean, it was that, that's kind of bothered me. But then after that, it just. They they kind of whipped each other into the tubes, which was crazy, uh, both times. Uh, what, what what do your notes say? Because there's there's a lot going on in this. I didn't write like any note. My my issue with deathmatch and think I really kind of be in a mood to watch them. At this point, this was at the point where if I did not watch this match right now, we were not recording today. <laughs> So I, so I kind of had it on, and I would play with my phone. Like I, I, I caught the spot you did, and that was pretty much the last thing I remember before the finish. I just kind of, I just tuned everything out at that point. 
So uh, I guess I could finish up with some stuff because I remember most of it because I, I just watched it like four hours ago. Uh, so they bring out the saw blade and light tube uh, board and they're teasing like somebody's getting suplexed on it. Well, then uh, what's the other gentleman's name? Not Junkasai, the other guy. Kakuda. Kakuda. So Kakuda gets uh, bulldogged onto it. Which she basically like eats the light tubes that are in between the saw blades with his arms. Right, and, I'm gonna stop uh, you real quick here. Yeah, I know I've got that list, but it's Sakuda. Sakuda. Okay, Sakuda. I actually talked about uh, having on somebody that that watches Freedoms so that they could explain this to us and get the names correct. And uh, we might have to do that in future iterations of us watching uh, Japanese wrestling. <laughs> Please. Uh, so anyway, so he he basically ate a bulldog onto that board. Uh, they set up a, two chairs with some light tubes in between them, uh, like a bridge. Uh, Junkasai put Sakuda up in the corner. Sakuda stuck a... At some point, Sakuda got a uh, some type of pin, like a giant like pin stuck through his mouth. And while he had that pin through his mouth, he was up on the... He was going to get suplexed. It looked like he was going to get suplexed through these... Uh, through the light tube contraption, like the bridge, whatever. He turns around, hits a sliced bread off the top rope to Junkasai through the bridge, uh, gets a two count, pulls this pin out of both of his cheeks. So I don't, I must've missed when it got stuck into his face. Uh, he then goes up top to hit another move. And, uh, I think it was like a four fifty. Kasai puts his knees up, uh, blocks it. Uh, Kasai gets, a uh, gets a needle put through his face and then gets hit with like a couple moves. The guy's like throwing out last ditch effort stuff, trying to get pins on him. Nothing works. Kasai pulls that out and uh, I'm trying to remember what the exact oh, he, uh, Kasai like hits him with uh, this like pedigree like type move, doesn't get the pin. Hits him with something else, doesn't get the pin. Hits him with his top rope splash, doesn't get the pin. Finally, he hits him with this awesome, like, single leg package pile driver. That was fucking cool. With the uh, with the um, skewers in his head and fucking gets the, gets the pin on it. It was pretty cool. Uh, the last, like, I'd say, like, five minutes got me into this match and was like, oh, this is cool as shit. Um, and got my, my deathmatch cool going, which doesn't come out very often anymore. Uh, I think the main reason for that is so much can go wrong in a regular wrestling match. Uh, when you add all this other crazy shit to it, it's just really asking for something to go horribly wrong. Um, we saw later on in freedoms, was it freedoms or was it the GCW combined show, whatever, where the, the guy got slammed on the board and had uh, fish gills on his back. So yeah. Um, Things can definitely go horribly wrong. Uh, Nick Gage died. I mean, <laughs> things can go wrong. Yeah. 
so that's why I'm not a huge fan of it. Other than that, if they if they want to do it, I mean, that's all. Go for it. Do it if you enjoy it. It's no shame in that. Do it. Enjoy it. But not exactly our cup of tea here at uh, IWTV God. No, not really. I I I really did try to get into this match, but like, but like when they did that spot in the corner where the light tube didn't break, it went right back to it. It's like, yeah, okay, you're, yeah, you're following. A, you're you're clearly following a script when you do that. No, I don't care. Yeah, uh, like I said, that last like f- I want to say five minutes really hooked me, and I really enjoyed like the, all the shit they were pulling out. I thought it was good stuff. Uh, so overall. Or are you doing thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, thumbs down on the show? I'm doing thumbs down overall. Okay. Uh, There's decent stuff on it. Some of the matches have cool stuff, but I just couldn't get into the match like a whole. Couldn't get into the whole presentation. I, I, I don't know, if, I don't know if, if freedom is going to be something I jump back into. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go thumbs in the middle because as much as I didn't like some of the stuff, I did like... Uh, the last two matches, I did like part of the last match, and I liked the the second to last tag match. Uh, I thought those were the, it was okay. Uh, so that was kind of a redeeming quality. I, it wasn't wasn't the worst waste of two hours I've ever spent watching wrestling. Uh, I think uh, some WWE shows hold that fucking credit forever. But WCW uh, Thunder in Cleveland, May of ninety eight. <laughs> but that was what like five hours for a two hour taping. The the one I'm talking about, no, that that freaking lo- that aired live, dude. Like that wasn't even a five hour. Oh, okay, I, I, thought, well, I, I got, thought it was taped. All right, it was live. No, that 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 was a live broadcast of Thunder, which is fucking horrible. <laughs> Eventually, we'll bring the Cleveland Wrestling Project back, and we'll go over that in great detail. I thought we already did that. That did particular we not, show, no, we did no? not. We did not do that show. Okay. Maybe we'll make that a bonus next month, and we'll do that. Uh, let's see. All right, any plugs you want to get into this week? Uh, yeah, go ahead and I'll go ahead and do that. Actually, uh, like I mentioned last week on June twenty fifth, I will be on the Bearded Bastard Radio podcast. Well, Red Line, excuse me, Red Line Radio LLC dot com, Red Line Radio app, or uh, live on their Facebook page. You got Cameron in the studio. You get to see my handsome face live. 9.30 to 11.30 on June 25th. And I know you've actually got a plug this week before we start doing the Twitter and all that. Yeah, so uh, join the Podvid Dam Patreon. Uh, and I did an episode on their Patreon-exclusive show, That's Good Shit, Pal, where we booked uh, Colin Delaney's heel turn from back uh, when he was in ECW. And uh, on the WWE version of ECW. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I did that with uh, my buddy Orange Flacity. And uh, the host of that show is, of course, Ed from Pod Van Dam. So check that out. Uh, I don't know when it's going to be available. It should be soon. I know it was recorded last Tuesday. Don't know when it's going to hit the Patreon, but they got all kinds of cool stuff up on the Patreon. Check it out. Um, I think it's patreon.com slash pod van dam let me double check
Yes. Patreon.com slash podvandam. And they have five, ten, and twenty dollar tiers. Uh gives you access to all their audio content and their Discord, their private Discord server, which is always a blast. Uh there's all kinds of different wrestlers in there that pop in. The intense icon Josh Bishop pops in from time to time. Uh, Dominic Greeny is always in there uh, doing watch-alongs with uh, the UFC shows. It's always a good time. Highly recommend it. I always have a blast in there. It's a really good community. And uh, like I said, there's lots of free audio content on there. If you like Pod Van Dam, you'll like all their audio content. Check it out. And uh, let's get into all the other plugs that I have. <laughs> you can so, catch, me on, catch me on Twitter at PWCritique, Facebook and Instagram at Jayhawk1539. And have you been doing your uh, playthrough I have Fire not Pro? Done, I have not done it since last Sunday or so. I did the uh, January 21st, 1984 Philadelphia Spectrum show. Uh, the next one's going to be the January 23rd uh, Madison Square Garden show, which in real life was the beginning of Hulkamania. But that's going to, I'm estimating that to take me about two and a half hours, and I just haven't had that much time to get down and do it. Okay. So that's going to be kind of depending on my schedule when I get back to that. All right. And remember to check out our podcast friends, Wrestling Cheers, Pod Van Dam, the Super Fantastic Podcast, which. Just released uh, two new episodes, both with Ed uh, from Pod Van Dam. One of them is talking about Night of the Creeps. The other is a super chantastic episode, uh, finishing out 2008, talking about Chris Chan. And that's a whole wormhole if you get into that, let me tell you what. Uh, Also check out At Odds with Wrestling. Those come out on Fridays. Love them. Good stuff to listen to. And the Spotlight series. Uh, check out our non-podcast friends, Good Company in Cleveland, who, Ohio, who is now open. And uh, you can uh, get your food and uh, go sit at the lake and eat your food. But they got uh, some really good food there. Smoking Jay's Barbecue, who we'll be seeing on June 20th at the Toy Ohio show. And Pollyanna DIY, who just did a awesome Danhausen shirt. Uh, by the time this comes out, the pre-order will have ended for that shirt. But all of the proceeds of that were going to the Detroit Bail Fund um, for what's going on in the world right now. And that's all I have. Anything else, Jayhawk? Nope. Let's get out of here. I need to get some Tylenol. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Hit us up on uh, our Twitter at IWTV Guide. Hit, uh, hit me up on Twitter or Instagram, Charlie underscore Butters. And uh, we'll see you or talk to you next week. Take it easy, everybody. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be trippin' now, yeah, this is America Guns in my area, I got the strap, I gotta carry em Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this, yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag, yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad 
Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like, yeah, yeah. I'm so dull like, yeah Woo. We gon' blow like, yeah, What I'm whipping up, look how I'm geeking up. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm on get it. Watch me move. This is Sally. That's a tool. On my Kodak. Black. Oh, know that. Contraband, 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 contraband. I got the plug on a hawker.